take a look south of the border now. The U.S. presidential election heating up now big time. American voters set to decide in November, will it be a second term for U.S. President Joe Biden? Or will Donald Trump return to the White House? Canada getting set here for a possible Trump 2.0 presidency here. It was really interesting listening to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau last week uh, talking about a potential Donald Trump presidency and Trump back in the White House. He said Canadian officials, diplomats are consulting with allies around the world, also with members of the U.S. Congress, about Donald Trump returning to the White House. It sure looks possible, doesn't it? If you take a look at the opinion polls, President Joe Biden here having lots of problems now, including that special prosecutor's report last week that questioned his mental acuity and memory. Many Democrats worrying here. Can he beat Trump? I got Dan Snell standing by to discuss. First, let's have a listen to this exchange between Biden and reporters last week. Now, this is after this special prosecutor's report was issued, questioned Biden's memory. Have a listen to this. How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. That's you, uh, that's you that's. Feel my your memory. memory has gotten worse, Mr. No, president. No, my memory is not good. My memory is fine. My memory. Take a look at what I've done since I become president. How'd that happen? You know, I guess I just forgot what was going on. Okay, Biden insisting there's nothing wrong with his memory. But there have been a series of gaffes. I mean, there's been gaffes by Trump, too. Let's discuss it now with my guest, Dan Snell. Dan is a U.S. political analyst. He is also a leadership consultant. He's the author of the book, The Winsome Way. I'm very pleased to welcome him. Dan, thanks a lot for coming on today. Mike, it's great to be with you and your Vancouver listeners. Yeah, it's an exciting time here in America. You get to look over the line, so to speak, and see what we're doing and and uh, these are interesting times. And last week was exceptionally interesting in America. Yeah, that is for sure. We're definitely watching over the hedge here about what's going on. It's going to affect us, too, here, Dan. Let's talk, first of all, about this special prosecutor's report that questioned uh, Biden's memory here. What did you think of that? I mean, that was quite extraordinary. How do you think, that, uh, how do you think about how uh, Biden handled it? Yeah, on Thursday, I mean, it was a defining moment, I think, in this election. And really, for, for America, at least uh, people that you know look up to the office of the president of the United States and, and leadership in general, it was a downhearted day uh, for our country because what happened that night in that press conference after that report came out in the day, when that report, when the words were written, he is a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, that was really impactful in a giant way. And I think, sadly, I think it's a tipping point for uh, the president. I uh, I try to look at the best that went some ways about looking for the best and brightest in all people and being cheerful and upbeat and engaging. And my parents, a little town in Nebraska, always said, you know, honor the office of the president or work to get someone else in there. And it was sad to see that happen. But I think that that report will now that's just going to be the talking point. You and I are talking about it this morning. Earlier this morning, I was on eight other stations talking about it. And what happens is if that's the focus. So my hunch is we're going to see something shocking. Of course, we've been in unprecedented times with politics, but there's going to probably be a change uh, on the ticket 
and it will be done over the next 60 days uh, so that in July they can have a big pep rally uh, at their national convention. Well, you don't think you don't think Biden is going to run again? I think if I were if I were advising President Biden uh, for the number one foremost for the sake of the country, the place we call home, that's how I always measure it is what's best as a leader for the place that you're serving and for his legacy. He's done some good things. The infrastructure bill is a once in a generation positive thing. He returned America to be a little more positive and not attack each other. He kind of brushed off all the back and forth, which is why he got elected over Donald Trump. But I just simply believe, especially the fact that they put him out there on Thursday after he had had kind of a shocking day and they made it and he took questions. That's a behind the scenes, something that was handled by his his uh, inner circle. They let that happen. And that was disappointing to me that they would do that to the man that uh, that got him their jobs. But I, I really honestly believe and I don't say this negative about the president. He's done some really good things, but I think for his legacy, he should step aside and then watch what happens because if he steps aside and gives a classic speech from the uh, White House uh, fireplace room, then he's going to draw attention. He can talk about a new generation of leaders, and then it points the light at Donald Trump and his age and his gaffes, and we've got a whole new uh, world of excitement because then what would the Republicans do? Yeah, yeah, for for sure. I think you raise a good point that, and, and to remind the listeners too that there's been gaffes on both sides. So we've seen Trump make a few embarrassing gaffes as well. But boy, I thought that was a damaging day for Biden last week with the release of that report. I agree with you, Dan, and the way that he handled it too. Because moments later, after he had this exchange, this very sharp exchange with reporters where he said, look, there's nothing wrong with my memory. I, I disagree with this. I, 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 have no, I have no problem doing a great job for the country. My memory is fine. Then he, within minutes, he, he stumbles again. So let's listen to this clip because he's referring to the, about the situation in Gaza, and he's talking about the president of Egypt here, Abdel el-Sisi, and he calls him the president of Mexico here. Let's listen. This was moments after he said, there's nothing wrong with my memory. Here's Biden. Let's listen. Yeah. As you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow humanitarian material to get in. I talked to him. I convinced him to open the gate. President of Mexico, we called him. He's, of course, talking about the president of Egypt. I mean, that was... Dan, this is a bad look. Your thoughts? Yes. When I heard that exact exact quote, great that you brought that up, when he said CC of Mexico, I just put my head down and I said, oh, Mr. President, yeah. it's only making things worse. Now, that being said, you made a great point about, about uh, Justin Trudeau and talking to world leaders. Donald Trump over the weekend, I'm sure you know, said some things. Not only did he attack Nikki Haley's husband, Michael, for his – uh, service, you know, where's he at? Kind of mocked her and mocked him. Then he's he is uh, overseas on uh, duty, active duty, uh, serving our country, uh, which Donald Trump has taken some shots in that area too. But when he talked about telling Putin to just go ahead and do whatever the hell you excuse my my French, uh, but would do whatever you want to do uh, if to the countries that don't pay their NATO bill, to me that's just sh- shocking. America is. You know, Ronald Reagan called us the city on the hill, but America has always been a trusted 
uh, and wise and strong partner in the world and for him to say that. So I think that in the next few weeks, which is going to add to this thought that we may see a totally different, for both parties, a totally different candidate. If Donald Trump continues to say things and do things, especially with these court court cases coming up, there are going to be things that come out that are going to be shocking. And now all of a sudden the Republicans are going to have to look in a mirror and say, hey, if Joe Biden and we got a new candidate on the Democrat side that has maybe a fresh face, fresh ideas, and what happens then when we're running a 77, 78-year-old man uh, that is saying things that just don't sound good? So I think we're in a very interesting, unprecedented time in America. Let's listen to that clip, Dan, because that really jumped out at a lot of people, for sure. And this is Trump talking about America's NATO allies in Europe. He's talking about Russian aggression. And you'll hear him describe here, he said, he tells a story where he says the president of a country said, if Russia attacks us, will America come to our defense? And listen to how Trump frames this, especially for NATO countries that are underspending on defense. Let's listen. Here's Trump. And one of the presidents of a big country stood up and said, well, sir, uh, if we don't pay and we're attacked by Russia, will you protect us? I said, you didn't pay? You're delinquent? He said, yes, let's say that happened. No, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want. You got to pay. You got to pay your bills. I would encourage Russia to do whatever the hell they want. Attack our NATO allies? Dan. What is going on? What is the reaction among mainstream Republicans to something like that? Well, the the here in the country and and I try to stay neutral, but just as an American, someone who really uh, believes in our longtime strength, Republicans, many say, of course, you've got that core of, say, 30, 35 to 42 percent that think Trump is his policies are good and his personality and behavior doesn't matter, which I think it does matter. But those people just say, well, he's always saying things off the cuff. It's his policies. But in the end, when you get to the general election, yeah, those people may still stay that way, but there are 20% of American Republicans that will not ever vote for Donald Trump. And if we have a third party, like a Robert Kennedy jumps in there, that will only damage Trump farther. So if the Republican Party wants to win in November, it is my belief, just as an American who studies leadership, studies our country, I'm a fan of John F. Kennedy and Ronald Reagan, that will probably date me, but I I believe that we need to have a leader that has vision and that and offers hope and, and really seeks for the best for the country. Because right now, I think egos are getting in the way. And we need to have a fresh start in America. And my sure. prediction is we're not going to see either one of those candidates being at the top of the ticket. Okay, well, that's, this is going to be fascinating to watch unfold. Dan, thank you for coming on today. I appreciate it. Yeah, great to be with you. Great program. I love the way you use those clips. Thank you so much, and uh, and hope to talk to you all again soon.